I'm asking all of my listeners, my proud supporters of our courageous men and women in blue to join me and express your unwavering appreciation for law enforcement. Pin Blue Line USA has stylish apparel, great accessories that make a statement and flags that fly with pride. They've got everything you need to show your support for law enforcement. Go to PinBlueLineUSA.com and shop a wide selection of products to show up your patriotism. Use code SID and get 15% off. Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word SID. Right now, we put aside every every Monday morning at 740 to talk to this gentleman. He's brilliant. He writes for the National Review. He's the editor of the National Review. You might see him on some of the fake news Sunday morning shows. His name is Rich Lowry. He's here right now. Good morning, Rich. Hey, what's going on? Hey, now. What's going on, Rich Lowry? Listen, a lot is going on, actually. And uh, one of the biggest things, of course, was uh, last week, this uh, it, 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 almost uh, out of the onion, that the uh, Biden administration, uh, a la, uh, you know, via uh, Alejandro Mayorkas and the Department of, Homeland Security, Department of Homeland Security, is introducing a disinformation board, a.k.a. an Orwellian Ministry of Truth, what does Rich Lowry think of this nonsense? Well, she, she better get on her horse real quick because Mayorkas was on the Sunday show spreading disinformation just yesterday when he was saying the border is not open. <laughs> the border is closed. No, it's yes. not. <laughs> Don't lie to us. We're, Unbelievable. Where disinformation are when we need her. Yeah, I mean, it really, it was crazy. Borders closed. We inherited a broken border system. But, I mean, the idea that they would do this, first of all, patently on its face, I mean, if you did a poll of most Americans, they'd say, no, I'm not for anything like this. I mean, I, I think I think this is going to backfire on them. This is really authoritarian, fascist-type stuff, and, of course, unconstitutional. I mean, is it going to go anywhere? And this lady who runs it, uh, yeah, this uh, whatever the hell her name is, uh, Scary Poppins, uh, she's a dingbat <laughs> herself who pushed the Russia collusion thing, said the Hunter laptop was a Trump campaign product. I mean, so what about the overall thing itself, this uh, disinformation well, board? Well, she's, she's the perfect choice for a disinformation czar because she exemplifies w- what they consider disinformation in the fight against it, which is information they don't like is instantly disinformation, whether it's true or not. And she um, uh, advanced and spread this lie that Hunter's laptop was Russian disinformation. And then this is just the amazing thing. We've talked about this before with all these people. She never apologized. She never went back. She said she was wrong. She never deleted her bad tweets. She never really wrote an op-ed. This is why I was fooled myself when I was supposed to be an expert on disinformation. None of that, because the whole disinformation thing is a scam that's just partisan politics uh, hiding under this uh, veneer of objectivity and truthfulness. So the whole thing is is a a disgrace, and I I imagine it will go nowhere. It's already been widely mocked. It will be mocked some more, uh, but it just shows what the other side thinks. If they could, you know, they, they'd control every aspect of information to uh, favor their side. And you see it in the freak out over Elon Musk. You know, someone buys Twitter and says, hey, I'm going to have free speech, and they all um, have their panties in a twist. <laughs> well, we'll get back to Elon in a second, but talking about disinformation, anybody with half a brain knows that the Republicans are going to destroy the Democrats come midterms. Yet, MSNBC this morning, the king 
of disinformation. They run a story that there was a poll this weekend that came out that said when it comes to these congressional races, okay, Rich, Americans seem to favor Republicans when it comes to when it comes to foreign policy. They favor Republicans when it comes to the war on inflation and home economics. They favor Republicans when it comes to the war on crime. Yet, yet, in this poll, 46 percent would still vote Democrat over 45 percent Republican. So you go through this whole laundry list of why, why they would vote against the Democrats. And then you try to convince me they're still going to vote. Democrat. What are they talking about? Yeah, well, actually, the history is if you have an even split on the congressional ballot, Republicans tend to do do really well in, in midterm elections. So that's why some of these results have been just stunning. You know, 10-point leads for Republicans. We've never seen anything like that in polling at this point in a midterm. And you got to average out all the polls, and it's, it's a solid Republican lead, and it's looking, you know, 30, 40-seat gain, and they can, you know, put their hands over their eyes and ears and, and try to pretend it's not happening, but it, it's, it's coming. I mean, you can, you can hear the train coming down the track. So, Rich Lowry, they, had the, they held the White House Correspondents' Dinner over the weekend, and uh, it was lame. It was uh, painful. I watched it. I watched a lot of it. Not all of it, of course. Joe Biden showed up. Uh, he did some jokes. Of course, there's the hypocrisy via the masks. But also the uh, one joke that the uh, this guy Trevor Noah t- t- talked uh, the, that he told, which was about rising inflation, and it, it shows Joe Biden laughing uproariously. He thought it was hilarious, and that's going to become a campaign ad. A lot of people are saying uh, this fall. Well, what did you make of the whole White House correspondence dinner over the weekend? I found that I I just think it's just the worst spectacle in in our politics. It, uh, I mean, it was it was always bad when I was down in Washington back in the day twenty years ago. It was pretty bad, but you you didn't have the celebrity aspect of it. Where you know Kim Kardashian, why is Kim Kardashian showing up at the White House Correspondents' Dinner? And the entertainment is uh, almost invariably not funny. I, I've never heard Trevor Noah say anything that was the least bit entertaining oh, it's terrible um yeah and then and then everyone has to pretend to laugh and yeah. and when you're the president of the united states laughing about inflation you know which is destroying the lives of, of working class people and making making them much harder as we speak that's not a good look and there was a new york times story yesterday about how the the white house pollster was warning right at the beginning guys you know what the border is going to hurt us and inflation is going to hurt us you better take this stuff really seriously it's going to destroy your presidency and they didn't take it seriously and that that clip will be just another indication of that he had one decent joke and i'm a trump supporter i can still laugh at something funny when he said and i quote i guess we uh, had a difficult time we just went through a plague and then there was COVID. It <laughs> was actually really funny. I'm sorry whether you're a Trump fan or not. That was very funny. Uh, and he didn't screw up the delivery either in that specific joke. But, you know, the, uh, the approval ratings came out this weekend. And, and you got to explain this one to me, too, Rich. He went from 37% Joe Biden to 42%. You, you have to tell me what those 5% <laughs> saw over the last couple of weeks, where now all of a sudden Biden is doing a good job. What they say? Well, what am that's, I missing? That's a, that's a head-scratcher. I, I, I don't know what possibly that could indicate. It, that must be just this statistical noise, you know, and he's, he's just right around 40, maybe a tick below in the, the poll averages. So he, he's in a, in a horrible place, and there's, there's very little he can look at and say it's, it's going to get better. Rich Lowry, editor of the National Review. Rich, you wrote a column about uh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's a firebrand in, in Congress. 
she's uh, she she gets disrespected not only on the fake news MSNBC CNN but even Fox News they they they, they don't put her on they don't like her and you're an unlikely defender of a, a woman like Marjorie Taylor Greene yet she's uh, in in some sort of trial as you put it a proceeding to make her ineligible to run for re-election. What's this all about? So I'm not a fan of her, as you can imagine, but there's this effort by progressive lawyers and activists to say, you know what, uh, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment says if you support an insurrection or you're a traitor, you can't run for elected office. So they say, you know what, she supported the insurrection on January 6th, and so she has to be banned from the ballot. And a judge has let this go forward. There's a hearing where she had to testify for hours justifying her presence on the ballot, which is completely crazy. I mean, the 14th, even if you think January 6th was an insurrection, which it wasn't. the 14th Nobody was arrested for insurrection. Yeah, and the 14th Amendment says you have to engage in it. So it's not as though she was on the ramparts, you know, fighting with Capitol Police and breaking <laughs> windows of the Capitol. Uh, so it's, it's just insane, and it goes back to what we're saying about disinformation as well. This kind of deep illiberalism on the other side where they don't want to have the debate. They just want to tilt the rules in their favor so they can have power. And Marjorie Taylor Greene, you know, I want her Republican primary opponent to, to win. But I don't think she should be off the ballot. I think the voters in her district should decide. Democrats want her to lose the general election. Fine. Go convince right. the voters in her district to do it. But to exclude her from the ballot in, in what's supposed to be a democracy is insane. So I turned 55 a couple of weeks ago, Rich, and um, I go to the bathroom quite a bit, like, I don't know, like every hour, you know, and, uh, and, I, and my phone is right by my bed because I get up at 3.30 in the morning and I don't want to wake Danielle. So I put the, just in case the alarm goes off, goes off for a second, I shut it off. So it's, um, oh, I don't know, it's uh, last Tuesday night and I get up to go to the bathroom and I notice I've got a text, like 11 o'clock Tuesday night, and the text is from Rich Lowry. And it reads like this. The legend of Anthony Rizzo grows. <laughs> that was the night when Rizzo hit three home runs in one game. Judge hit two more yesterday. They are now tied for the Major League lead with eight home runs. They've won nine straight games. The world may be falling apart, but which Lowry's New York Yankees never look better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, last time we talked about it, I was despairing after that Orioles series. It was flirting with becoming a Mets fan. But uh, <laughs> turns right. out you, you, add, you add some offense on top of the pitching, which has been extraordinary, and you, you get pretty good results, and, and the Mets aren't doing bad either. So let's let's have this uh, continue for both New York teams through the whole summer. Oh, you got to text subway, me once a week series. on the Yanks. Every once a week, text me on the Yanks, and then me, you, and Bernie will go to the Subway Series together. How about that? Yeah, that's good. Let's make a date. Hey, Rich, you were great. Thanks, man. Appreciate right. it. Thanks, fellas. Have a great week. Good job. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. You as well. Rich Lowry from the National Review on the Bernie and Sid Show. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.